STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. We're back, brother. Hey. Tag team. Yeah. Back in the house. Face to face. Are you done eating? Yep. Done my uh, my son's Halloween cheesies. Why are you taking... I don't get it. Because you brought it's in a this... month... Wait. It's a... Wait. What day is it? It's a month past Halloween. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And you the brought kids... in a giant bag of Yeah, the stuff. kids don't need to be eating that junk... All like for months and months. Well, that's the whole joy of getting as much as you can Halloween night. So you got a big stockpile lasts you through uh, the next few months. No. Halloween candy is a treat. And that's usually only if they eat their dinner. Which they don't always do. Hmm. What do you do? You give your kids the stuff right away? No, if they're, uh, you know, after school or something. Mind if I have a little... Halloween tree? Yeah, I wait till after dinner. My kids eat dinner. All the time. Yeah. No they issues. Know. Yeah, no issues. That's how we well, taught my, them. Well, my kid's only five and two. So. I, no, that doesn't matter. That does not matter. From the beginning, you gotta. You don't leave until you're done eating. And that's what we do. No, I, I, I doubt it. You have a, you have a way of coddling. So I've no, heard all no the stories. Coddling. I've heard They've all the stories. They've got timelines to eat within a certain time frame. <laughs> timelines. Otherwise, it just gets taken away. So they win. They just don't bother eating, and you take away the food. So they don't have to eat. And they get no treats. Hmm. All right. You have to eat everything on your plate. So I run the house, man. Tight, tight mm, ship. It sounds messed up. Just ha- let have them eat their food. That your job is to eat your dinner. That's it. That's right. And if they don't eat it, or within a certain time frame, it gets taken away. Nothing till breakfast. Hmm. And then I take out a nice treat and eat right in front of them. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. You know, see, this is what happens. You don't eat your dinner, so you get nothing. <sighs> All right. That's how we do it. Another little peek inside... Uh, Inside of the Joe house. The way things should be done. I don't know. Still. Nice strict. Has problems. Kids don't grow up stupid. Your kids are very sheltered. We've, we've, uh, we've already been over this. Mm, well, no. Not <laughs> yeah. more sheltered than any other normal kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they're not allowed to go out and experience life. Yeah, they can go out as long as the weather's nice. When they can't, like, watch a 3D movie. Uh, no, I said they wouldn't watch a 3D movie when we had that discussion. That's right. You made the choice they for would, them. No, they wouldn't sit there with those cheap glasses on watching no. it. I know kids hate that. They mm-hmm. hate wearing glasses. <laughs> All right. So what's going on? Let's, uh, let's tell the people what they're listening to. Welcome to... Uh, Another rousing episode of STC, the Start to Continue podcast. My name's Bill, and with me is Joe. We're face-to-face. 
we're not uh, actually doing a remote record this time. We might as well. These face-to-face don't seem to be working. It takes about a half hour to set this bloody thing up. Well. With these piece of shit blue mics. I don't think it's the mics at this point. It's your computer. It's these mics. <laughs> it's your computer. These phallic mics that you made me buy. No, and you're using both of my mics now. You won't even bring your own mic in. It doesn't work. So I'm supplying. It, mine doesn't work when we do two-on-one. Or when I'm at home recording through Google. Have you updated your computer? doesn't matter. Other people don't use the mics. Musty didn't. What? Yeah, he does. No. He was on the headphones, the headset ones. No, he used, uh, he used a, sure? a Yeti. Yep. Rocket Sauce yep. had the Apple earbuds like me. No, he was listening to, through them, but he was talking through a Yeti really? as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, just me. It's, you have to update your I'm computer. I'm the only cool one. Update your computer or get a new one, better yet. It's time. No, these apples go forever. <laughs> yeah, they're working good, eh? When was the last time you updated the GarageBand program? I have to pay to upgrade it. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Well, use some of our uh, Amazon money for that. Can you do that? No, because you got to upgrade it through uh, whatever it is. Um, I don't know, whatever Apple thing you upgrade it through. Uh, well, how much would it cost? Well, Ten you can't bucks? pay it through Amazon dollars. Use it through Joe dollars. There's enough of those floating around. Not at this time of the year. Christmas shopping and video game shopping. Yeah, we've seen uh, we've seen your pickup videos. <coughs> Anyways, I was trying to get through, you know, our what we are, and I was going to say that's not your job. Why are you doing that? Well, because I wanted to uh, set the stage for. The show for God forbid we get a new listener. I was wondering what the hell are they listening to? So you know, introduce ourselves, professional. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we ask for Pro Joe at this moment? People are loving the Pro Joe because I'm just here with you, and <laughs> I don't have to impress you. You don't have to impress me. So is it a respect thing? People are wondering where the Pro Joe comes from. Is the Pro Joe the real Joe, or is Pro Joe like? You have to put an effort in to do that. What's the real Joe? It's somewhere in between. <sighs> somewhere in between. Hmm. Listen, I've always been professional and courteous when there's a guest, and that's what it is. When we have someone else on the show, there's it's like it's like inviting a guest into your home. Be courteous. You want to set a good good uh, presentation for them. You want them to. Feel comfortable. Hmm. But doesn't the guest want to come on and, like, get a front row seat for the STC Joe, the Joe Circus? I don't think it translates good that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. When I throw up giant softball pitches for you to knock out of the stadium and you just let it float over the it's plate. Out of, res- out of respect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, I want to thank uh, the last two shows we had guests we had rocket sauce last week and musty the week before that uh, i like to thank uh, those guys for coming on and uh, let me tell you both those guys you just put the request out and they were immediate yes let's get this going can't wait so good show 
Thanks, Rocket Sauce, for last week's big old show. And because we had Rocket on, I got to uh, put some... What do you mean? Sauce was on two weeks ago. What? Last week. Wait a minute. When did we record? <laughs> I guess today. Because we had Sauce on, I got, oh, to, yeah, yeah, I got to put uh, the Conan on the, on the artwork. Yeah. Glad you're happy. So that's fun. Can't wait to put more cocoa on uh, our artwork. No, because we're not talking about it. We're actually talking about it right now. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm not falling into this trap. <laughs> what? I'm not editing this, so you better keep talking. <laughs> well, this is, well, this is... Instead of just staring at me. Well, it's funny because this is like one of the moments in the Rocket Sauce chat where we had a nice pause like that, and I... I turned, I turned, you know, to my screen to face sauce and said, you know, this is our first big Joe pause right here that you get to experience. And we had a chuckle and then you edited out the pause in the post-production. So it made no sense. Cause you were poking fun at me. But it made you, you left the, this is the Joe pause. And yet there was no pause. Well, I was actually so made busy no doing something at that point. I, I would appreciate if you toned down your editing. Um, unless you're paying attention to what you're doing. I barely touch it. Unless you're paying, and you know what? I mean, I don't edit, I massage. Going on that same, uh, that same vein, I saw what you were doing. Remember how I caught you? Doing what? Uh, you would take out, uh, little Joe things. You'd take out Joe ums and ahs. No, I wouldn't. But you would leave in everyone else's. Ums and eyes. No, it, it was interesting. I it was interesting. I wouldn't take that minute uh, effort. I watched you do that. It's not even minute. It's massive effort. I watched you. No, I, I watched you. I watched you highlight an um, and it was a Joe um, burp, gone. And then I had one right after that. We'll leave that in. No, it was probably because I had said it, another um prior to that one. <laughs> this is what I mean. So I didn't want to double um it. Uh, just leave it alone. If we're all going to be uh, warts and all on the recording, let's uh, all be on the same footing. How about that? Hmm. Well, I just used my executive producer powers and made a decision. Uh, Can't run everything by you. We will have to be revoking some of those powers. That's not possible. Any kind of editorial, you got to run by me. That's just the way it is. No. Yeah, it's like when you decide to put out a tweet without letting me read it first. Disaster. It's like a Trump tweet. You mean entertaining <laughs> and not boring? <laughs> like, <laughs> you should run it by someone first. Listen, that's just no the way one it is. fucking cares. Nobody cares. Tweets are dumb anyway. Yeah, I know. You haven't been on there in a week. I just I can't be bothered. Yeah, I check it once a day. Doesn't mean I got to reply to everything. Holy mackerel. It's all good, man. What an anyway, upstanding how is, uh, pillar of the community you are. I'm busy doing other things, You're too. busy, I know. I got Joe busy. <clears throat> I was, uh, how were your days off? Hmm. Uh, they're fine. I want to hear about your days off. <clears throat> oh, I had two birthday parties on I the know. weekend. I know. Two? Something, uh... Two different, well, two different parties for the same occasion. Oh, right, because we have Little these man. giant occasions. No, there's nothing giant this time. Sounds giant. Two parties. Uh, 
Friday night, uh, little man turned five. And it was actually his birthday, so mother-in-law made a nice uh, lasagna dinner. And uh, cousin Chuck from nosnob.com came over. Uh, my parents popped over. One of my brothers popped over. Uh, my nonna popped over. Holy, let's see, that's a party. So we just had a nice little dinner and gave him some presents. And you made your mother-in-law make a lasagna. Two of them. Two, two lasagnas? Well, yeah, because there was... You made your mother-in-law make like two lasagnas. Now, your mother-in-law, she's not Italian, is she? No. So uh, you're forcing her to make an Italian no, dish for all, these, for all these, <laughs> for these Italians for these that Italians. are coming. No pressure. Yo, mother-in-law, uh, lasagna, make that too, and do them Italian style. Well, they weren't Italian style, but they were still good. Oh, boy. And then uh, the next day, we had the school party where we went to Chuck E. Cheese. School? What do you mean school party? The you school? invited the whole school? No. We invited six kids from his classroom, and then we went to Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Which, uh, I don't know, the last time you were there, I think I was probably about 10. I've never been there. And I just remember it being a gong show. And I'm still surprised those places are in business. But let me tell you, man, this place was... Uh, why are you looking at me? Because you're fondling your stomach for no reason. Put your shirt down. I'm just talking. Don't look. I'm just talking. Jesus. This place... I love being face-to-face with you. ...is a cash cow, man. There was a turnstile of people going in and out. Hmm. Like, our party was 1230 to 2.30. So I think we were the first ones. And at one end, well, first off, when you walk in, they stamp your hand with this stamp, but nothing appears. It's like, all right, I don't know what you just did. Does it glow in the dark or something? And then we walk to the back to our table, our picnic-style picnic table. Yeah. And there's about eight of them in a row. So, like, there was, like, eight different parties going on all at the same time. Hmm. So they give you your tokens right away, and you can spend a half hour before they bring out the pizza playing with the machines, right? So, all right. I take the little guy, and, you know, I'm trying to have him interact with the other kids. You know, everybody's running around. And uh, so we played some games and stuff. I, I remember there being a lot more, but I think when you're smaller, everything just seems bigger. They had the usual games, you know, and these are the ones where all the... the the tickets come out, and then you claim it for your prize after. Yeah, did they have those those child gambling machines? Uh, yeah. You knock all the coins down. Yeah, they had that one. They had like a prices what right kind of wheel thing, and you know, they had the bowling ball one. They had to shoot up into the the circles to get various points. You sh- shoot a bowling ball up there? Yeah, like a little small croquet ball. <laughs> yeah, a ski ball. And then um, ball. a couple of adult arcade games like uh, Transformers 1 and a Firefighter 1 and some stuff and a couple simulator things. And uh, he had a good time. I just kept asking him, what do you want to play? Gave him a token, put the token in. Luckily, most of the games were one token. Did you let him just do stuff on his own? Yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit of wandering around on his own? Well, no, I was always with him. I'm not going to let him wander around there. A little bit. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he can figure it out. And then I was trying to get him to interact with the other kids, but, you know, it's hard to keep everybody together, so they would go over here, and I'd say, all right, let's go look for this person, and then we'd go find them and hang out for a few minutes. And then after, like, uh, 40 minutes... He had his scary dad with him. You got this Joe coming at you. All the kids love me, man. (laughs) Yeah. And after 40 minutes, this Charlie Brown teacher voice comes over the uh the speaker saying come back to your table you barely make it out right like, wah, 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 wah. i think they said my son's name so we all go back for uh pizza uh which was surprisingly okay it was a thin crust hmm. did you get all your normal weird shit on it no we had one pepperoni one cheese and then i got one with pepperoni and mushrooms for the adults but they barely touched it, so I, I plowed through that one. And um, and then we got the cake, the ice cream cake, and then uh, we had the run of the, we all we got a whole bunch of more tokens for the kids, and we went back on the floors. And that was it. So we were there for about almost two and a half hours. Yeah, about two and a half hours. Did uh, everyone's... Who brought a kid? Did the parents stick around? Yes. Hmm. So you're not like penned in in this place, right? You got to keep an eye on the kids because they could just walk out the door kind of thing? Well, that was the stamp thing that they gave you. Um, apparently, like when we were leaving, uh, I had come in with, it was me, my son, and my daughter. And the three of us got stamped with the same number. So that's mm. what they check on the door under ultraviolet light to make sure that hmm. this kid is leaving with the corresponding correct adult. No. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, so you're not really penned in. You got free run of the whole interior. Like, It's a pretty long building. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So it wasn't as crazy as I thought. I was really kind of dreading it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I imagine. Still probably was loud. Was there the ball pit? That's kind of legendary, isn't it? No, there's no ball pit. No ball pit. So it's just games, arcade and uh, Yeah, and there was uh, one of those climbing, not climbing, uh, uh, one of those jungle gym things that you can climb up into with the tubes. Yeah. But I didn't even notice it until after. Didn't notice it. The huge... Well, it's in the side against the wall, and I was focused on him and the other kids, so I never really sort of went over there. Mm. But it was good. He wasn't uh, he wasn't really shy about playing anything, and my little two-year-old daughter was getting into it too. And my cousin came down, or my cousin, one of my my oldest niece came down and stayed for uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to help out with the party. So that was nice of her. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. She came down. My wife brought her over. She's in Burlington, so she met her on the GO train. Or, yeah, on the GO train, picked her up, and uh, she stayed for the weekend. That was nice. (sighs) And uh, she saw me taking a poo. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Well, I I was in the master bathroom. 
And then uh, I didn't close the bathroom door because there's no reason for anyone to come into the master, right? Well, I don't think well, you should anyway, spray the whole house the with dog your... Was, the dog was up on the second floor, and then uh, he came into the room, and then I guess she came in right after him to grab him. <laughs> I'm sitting on the toilet at the far, far, at the far end, right, in the bathroom. So I don't know if she saw me. She didn't say anything because I was sitting there pretty still. <laughs> I'm just sitting on the toilet, you know, and uh, I think I was on my phone. Then I see her come into the side of the, in the, into the room. Like the only thing that would have been popping out would have been like my legs and my head, right? Because it's behind, uh, most of it's behind a wall. Mm-hmm. Marble pillar. Like a partition kind of thing. One of those big marble stallions. So if she saw anything, she would have saw just my head and my my knees, I guess, mm. sticking out. Good. I was like, huh, guess I should probably shut the door next time. Yeah, you should, no matter what. Well, no. Yeah. The mother-in-law doesn't come in there, so I don't have to do it. You're probably Listen, stinking I used to walk the around the house in my underwear when it was just me and my wife, sometimes even naked. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. You mostly do that around here at work. And no, I'm not spraying the house. What <laughs> yeah, are you, you talking are. about? What do you think happens? Listen, you think it smells great? That stuff dissipates through osmosis anyway. Oh, does it? Particles tend to move from area of high concentration to low concentration. It's a natural effect. Yeah, so you're spreading it thereby. Door open, door closed, it's going to spread anyway. No, it'll stay in the room and get sucked up through the ventilation. I don't turn the fan on because I don't want to waste it <laughs> and break not, it. That's not shocking. The There's fan only comes that. on when I take a shower. Oh, my God. That is what the fan is for. No, if you keep turning it on, you're going to wreck it. No, you're not. You're going to wear it out. No. Yes. No. Holy mackerel. Well, you probably have one of these fancy turlets with uh, the fans inside of it and all that jazz, right? Nope. With the bidet attachments no, and the no, seat warmers. Like I don't get squirt. Nothing like that. Cruise control. You must have a bidet. That's kind of a stereotype, <laughs> isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, but the stereotypes no, are you know often what? rooted. The only ones that had a bidet were my dad's parents at their place in their upstairs bathroom. I remember as a kid, I couldn't figure out what the hell this thing was. It was the weirdest thing. What did you, uh, did you experiment with it? Trying to figure it out? No. Well, I think I may have turned it on once and I still couldn't figure out what it was for. (laughs) I remember I didn't want, I didn't bother asking anybody either. I was like, this is weird. Because up to that point, I had never seen one, right? I don't think they really install those anymore. Oh, I think they do. I think they do. Certain group of people got them. Hmm. Hmm. Is that everybody? <laughs> what? Certain group of people. Certain group of people. Those type of people. You know, that's funny about, uh, that reminds me, your stupid uh, strategy with the, uh, the fan, keeping things mint. Our last uh, video where I showed off that camera I found, the video camera with the DV uh, yep. cassettes in it. And you were going on how uh, those cassettes were mint and you want to get... Actually, you had a 
you had a a shot where you picked up some was it cassettes stereo cassettes yeah it was some nice audio mint cassettes and out of those for my collection you're bragging how you had mint audio cassettes blanks and then you talked to me how you wanted to expand this collection to include like floppy disks no i've got those already and mint vhs blanks i've got those too that's we're getting a little out no, of hand, not. aren't we? That's kind of freaking we're, cool, man. No, well, no. First off, you never see uh, five and a quarter floppies anymore. So I've got I've got one of those uh, hard holder cases that you would put them in. Uh, I got one full of actually games I had copied. Like uh, I think one's Loom, and the other one's like. Uh, I think one of those Sierra Robin Hood games. <clears throat> yeah, but you're wanting to and collect then, um, sealed VHS. I've got a couple unused five and a quarter floppies. And then I've got the three and a halfs, uh, a case of those. And I got a couple sealed VHS tapes. And then. Um, I got I got a nice little stack of uh, sealed audio cassettes, you know, like the old Maxell ones. Yeah, and nice little stack. Couple one, a couple Chrome ones, and it's, this and that. No, hey, it's ridiculous. Cool, man. No, that's ridiculous. How's it ridiculous? Rain it in, reel it in. I just like it. <laughs> Dude, you know how many hours and hours I spent making mixtapes and all that stuff back in the day, oh, man. I can only imagine. Doesn't matter. I'd do the mixtapes and then I would like print on the printer what was on those tapes and then cut that out and mm. fit it in the put in place and that's a waste of time. I was doing like important <coughs> stuff with those tapes. And then with the with the five and uh, with the three and a halfs when I was uh, copying games I'd actually like digitally cut out the the Sierra logo mm. or the LucasArts logo and then paste that into the the whatever program it was I was using and then make a label for that game myself and then print it off with the label maker and put that on and be like my hours, hours. My tapes, this is important stuff because as a, as a big fan of music, real music, I was uh, involved in like tape trading groups. So you would trade and uh, compile like uh, live recordings of certain artists, most mostly Grateful Dead stuff because that has a huge tape trading community. And that's where you'd have to be absolutely specific on your tapes of how many generations were on this tape. And if you had a first generation tape, that was like gold. Gold. And then if you had anything beyond three generations... You don't even spoil the pool by putting that out there. So that was important work with tapes. Really? Yeah. Important work. Not to me. <laughs> and that's where it Especially became very important that. for the quality of uh, your Max L's. Dude, you're bragging about nothing. You're bragging about nothing. I'm you're not bragging, bragging about making uh, mixtapes of I'm Men at Work about, and Loverboy. I'm telling you about how I spent hours in my youth... Uh, with these computer games, making my own labels and copying the games and playing them. It's not bragging. 
Yeah. No, that no one gives a You're shit. You're bragging about your snobby hippie group. No one gives a shit about your copy no one gives of a shit about uh, the fucking Grateful Dead tapes. Yeah, people do. No one does. Yeah, because people don't. Are they dead yet? Finally. What? That's Aren't nice. they all dead yet? That's nice. No one cares. <laughs> well, maybe some people do. Maybe some people don't even know that this thing was even going on. <sighs> that taping. Into, I, if you're into music, you, you knew it was going on because that, that was the only way to get the rare concert footage. Taping at concerts was uh, for those kind of jam bands was was a pretty big deal. And uh, Grateful Dead were one of the few groups to actually embrace the taping community. And they would even set aside... Uh, a section of seats for the tapers because the tapers were coming in with, they'd come in with huge mass with microphones attached to the tops of them to get the best sound quality. And if they were in the regular uh, audience, they would just hamper everyone's view of what's going on. So they created taper sections at the shows for just the tapers to come in. Isn't that cool? And then, you know, those tapes would get out to the community and they'd get traded around. You'd be part of mailing groups, and uh, a lot of people would keep it quiet, keep it on the down low, because you don't want everyone involved. You can't trust this person, because you got to trust everybody that they're not muddying the water with crappy records. And then, of course, the internet came along. That was the end of that. No need for uh, tapes right, anymore. Man. Holy... Jesus Christ. Don't roll your eyes at me. God forbid we get off your this? topic of uh, drawing on a diskette. I wasn't drawing. It's all done through computer. <laughs> it's all done through computer. You know, the same way that you make our freaking uh, artwork thumbnails? Well. Much of the same way. But a lot of us can't relate to that Ooh, because yeah. 30 years ago we couldn't afford computers every year like you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know speaking in the same vein I'm watching this show on PBS I've just caught on to and it's almost wrapped up as from uh, I think George Martin of the you know Beatles fame is one of the producers or the creators or something it's called Sound Breaking on PBS and it's a very in-depth and cool look at the recording process or a music in general. Um, it's like a one-hour documentary series. And like one show would, would just be specifically about uh, vocals. And another episode would be specifically about uh, rhythm, beats. Another episode would be about... Uh, you know, what medium they recorded on, like uh, magnetic tape to digital and whatnot. And then they might be talking about somebody, like they'll say, oh, and then this this time uh, Tom Petty ended up doing this, and then they cut to Tom Petty interview, a, a new one. And then they'd talk about how this, you know, then Rick Rubin came along and did this, and interview with Rick Rubin. They just had everybody lined up for this thing. And every episode's really good. And you don't have to be a big music guy or a rock guy or anything. It, it's all-encompassing music. It's genre-breaking. It's everybody. Motown, hip-hop, uh, rock and roll, even Frank Sinatra, because that's the beginning of, of uh, 
manipulating voice into the microphone the way Frank used to. It's really good, man. It's called sound breaking. So, I don't know. If it's almost over, I guess you might have to look on, on demand for it. Or download try it. Try to pick it up. Every episode's really good. And there's nice little anecdotal stories. Like, they interview uh, the Black Keys. They were telling a story about how they wanted to go back to the old sound that was recorded out in uh, Muscle Shoals. So they jumped into a car and went out there. Muscle Shoals, of course, have been closed for years and years. They get there, and it's just completely abandoned and barren. Even the stuff on the walls was taken down, so they had to bring all their own gear in there and set up their own board and uh, record their album in there with just minimalistic stuff. Anyways, sound break. All right, cool, man. I'll check it out. What else? What else have you been watching? Everybody's in it. Paul McCartney. I said enough. <laughs> oh, did you say enough? Yes. Well, why don't you take a break and do the intro to the show? That's your job, isn't it? Yeah, considering I think the last one, we never did one. No, because that's how good of a job you do. Well, you were just rambling on. I didn't want to interrupt the flow. flow. That's what a good producer does. He knows when not to interrupt. Hmm. All right, Alrighty. everybody. What? <laughs> Fine. What? Come on. Hey, guys. Welcome back. This is STC Pod, episode number 111. I feel like we should have done something for this one. Oh, God. Enough. Enough with the milestones. No? That's one of those weird numbers. Anyway, guys, remember to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash start to continue. More importantly, follow Bill on Twitter at STCPod and me at AC Decepticon. Bookmark the website, stcpod.com. Listen on iTunes under the search STCPod. And if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. And, um, of course, while you're at cartridgeclub.org, you should uh, definitely take in the weekly podcast from the leaders of the club, the uh, CC Weekly Podcast. And uh, I guess we got to say a big thanks to those guys. Um, Last episode, uh, you know, every episode, they're nice enough to include some highlights from this STC show. And and that we've never asked them to do that. They've just done that. And uh, that's super kind of them to take the effort to do that. Not only that, they have a, a Cartridge Club Spotlight segment in every show. And uh, you finally mentioned Bill. I did, yeah. I, I had no, I, you know, I figure they talk about us in the uh, update portion of the show. There'd be certainly no need to ever waste the spotlight time on either one of us. However, sure enough, they, uh, they picked, they picked uh, me to spotlight. You're this big Cheshire cat, shit-eating grin on your face. <laughs> listen, I don't want to get into uh, everything. People can go and listen I'm to that show. Okay. You don't have to. I will. It was more than uh, gracious and nice, and certainly things you would only hear if you were lucky enough to attend your own funeral. It was just wonderful stuff, and I don't think I've heard anyone talk about me like that. So that was cool. Wait a Cer- minute, I have. Certainly not from my partner. I have too. <laughs> so. I dare you. 
That was really cool. It was funny though. I almost, uh, almost, you know, had that whole spotlight, and then uh, Joe comes along, boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joe, I did nothing to instigate it. Joe bullies his way into my spotlight, and they suddenly were very, they were very gracious and rightfully slow, uh, rightfully so, <laughs> to include because technically it was sort of an STC pod spotlight. Mm, no, it was pure Bill. And then, wow, we got to get Joe in here. Huh. Yeah, because everyone loves Joe. That everyone was nice of them, Joe. too. I wasn't expecting anything. Anyways, that was amazing. Uh, we love those guys. Thank you so much for giving us the time on your show and uh, making us feel so good. We almost feel as good as, those, uh, as the attention you give uh, the bonus barrel guys. We're almost up there, I think. Who? The bonus barrel dudes. They love those guys. They really love those guys. Kind of love us, but really love the bonus barrel. Hey, you know what I did the other day? Hmm. Based on your recommendation and uh, might, not, might not ever do again because I can't afford it. Went to this place called Panera Bread. Mm-hmm. Based on my recommendation? Yeah. Well, you're always going about how good their bread is or something. Yeah. Bagels or bread or... Muffins? No, they have a nice reward system, so I get free stuff from them. Well, I had done a workout at the gym, and then I wanted to carb up. So, uh, all right, I'm not going to go to like uh, my Jimmy Guacs and get like a like a bean dip salad with some fish on it or something, because you know that's like twelve bucks, fifteen bucks by the time you're done with it. So, all right, let's let's try this Panera bread because it's in the same plaza as my gym. Never been before. Tried their bread once and I liked it because it had like an oily, cheesy taste to it. And I know what you're thinking. No, oh, you're Italian, so of course you like that. So I went in there, really nice setup. Like this, this one's got like a massive patio too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how big it was on the inside that the, the like there's plenty of room to sit, like probably more than like a McDonald's, to be honest with you. You can be honest. So I get into line, tell the girl, listen, I've never been here before. I don't know what I'm doing. Can you walk me through? <laughs> I don't, what? You don't know I what go, you, I, you I, don't I know how to look a, at a I menu a sandwich, board. Some, I want a healthy sandwich. I don't know if I want this combo. So I got some, uh, I wanted that, to, the Italian bread one. Italian sandwich one. What are you saying? Sandwich. Sandwich, yeah. Sandwich. My Italian sandwich. <laughs> but then I go, oh, there's, probably no, there's no protein in the cold cuts, right? So they had this one beside it, some kind of chicken one, spicy chicken, chipotle, on a square piece of bread. I don't know. There would be no protein in the cold cuts. Yeah. Why not? Because it's all processed stuff. So I got this, this uh, guac. Eyes are rolling. Guac uh, chicken thing. And then I decided, okay, I'll get their tomato soup. And then they got like two apples and a milk. Guess what that came to? Uh. <laughs> uh, okay, so you had a soup and sandwich and something to drink? Yeah, milk. And, and two apples? Yeah. Who buys apples? I wanted some, some I wanted to be healthy after. Well, uh, you're probably uh, getting north of $18. Yeah, it was like almost 20 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was worth it. 
Yeah. So then I sat in my car sulking while I ate. Why didn't you eat inside? Well, there's other people there. Oh, boy. And then I was on the way to my son's school to sit in the parking lot and sleep for an hour before I picked him up. Yeah, that works out great. Well, I set my alarm. And oh only that God. once I didn't wake up because I was, it was oh. hot. It was in the summertime and I was editing the show on the computer. <laughs> oh, man. To have your life, all this free time. Yeah, no yeah, free time. So busy. Really, I got to get to the school. I get, he gets out at 2.40. I'm in that parking lot sometimes at 1.30. That's because you're crazy. You have a problem. No, the parking the lot word, is so small. Park on the road. It's not worth the headache sometimes. Sometimes they ticket. No, they don't. Park on, legally on the road. Where you can. No, there's no parking signs in front of the school on that road section. There is if you park a little bit farther away and That's, walk to the school. It's easier to get there an hour early, park <laughs> in the parking lot, and either I'm either playing my DS or I just take a nap for an hour. What a nut. So anyway, th you know what? The food was actually good there. It is. But the good. apples were kind of shit. Well, who buys? That's just ridiculous. So I won't do the apples again. But now Who would uh, buy apples? That is crazy. I, I was on a health kick. Anyways, they have good rewards pro if you get, the, get their card. Like all of November was a free bagel every day for me. Every day. Every day. And their bagels are like three bucks each. And then they'll have a month where it's a free coffee every day. So you got to get their card. It's very worth it. Well, you got to pay for the card? No. Nope. Just but sign up. those free days, then it's always rammed in there, right? No. No, no. What was, uh, are they all built the same? Because you take your order in one section, and then in mine, you walk down this little hallway, which is like a waiting area. And then further down the hallway, there's like a open window where they prepare your food and then they call your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're taking out. If you're sitting down, they'll give you one of those blinky things yeah, or they'll okay. bring it to you or something. I'm like, geez. But there is this drink station there. Is that free drinks? A <laughs> drink station? Coffee? Um... There was a coffee one, and then further down where I was waiting, there was like an iced tea and this and that, with these clear plastic cups. Mm, maybe, if the cups were there. They don't have that at mine. I've never seen that. They have coffee, but you have to pay for the get the cup. to. So I'm like, are these complimentary drinks? I didn't want to take anything, so I didn't bother, but I wish I had known. Well, for what you're paying for lunch. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, well, I just spent 20 bucks here. Can I get like a, and they're not, they're small cups, but. So anyway, that was my Panera experience. Maybe I'll go again and sit down when I'm not in a rush. But I spent that whole day running around doing errands too, right? We're having this Christmas light fiasco where for some reason when we've got all our strands hooked up together, I keep blowing a fuse in one of them. But uh, when I disconnect the three on the bottom ease trough and plug them in separately, everything lights up properly. So I don't know if we've added just one too many strands this year compared to last year. But I've been like, one day I was back and forth the crap tire changing out lights because we thought maybe they had defective lights. So that was what I was doing. Part it's of that just day. you. It's just you. Well, no, I had never put these up. The, w the wife and the mother-in-law 
did this whole setup. Looks really nice. Uh, of course. Certainly, you're not going to do it. Looks really nice, but um, wow. just having issues with it. What do you get? What do you Would you just show up at home, get the slippers on at the door, someone brings you a drink, and you disappear? Is that how it is? No, this is what it is. If I'm working, I come <laughs> home, put my slippers on myself, put my stuff away. Uh, then I'll play with the kids for an hour. Get them changed and stuff like that. I read them a story, bring them both up to bed, and then I come down and then I do the dishes from dinner time. The ones that don't go in the dishwasher. <coughs> and then I get to watch my shows with my wife. Why aren't the dishes going in the dishwasher? Because Have not all about of them this? go yes, not all of them go in the dishwasher. <laughs> they all do. No, they don't. Let me tell you, Certainly. I do not buy a dish if it doesn't go in the dishwasher. No, I'm talking like pans. Pans go in the dishwasher. You can't put uh, cast iron. I agree. You don't do cast iron. Is that what you're talking <clears throat> no, about? No, frying pans. You can't put right. frying pans in the dishwasher. You can put frying pans in a dishwasher. No. Yes. They don't get cleaned as good, man. Absolutely, they do. There's even a setting on the dishwasher that says pots and pans. Yeah, but what if you have other stuff in there with the pots and pans? They always come out clean. If they're not, then your dishwasher's having issues. <laughs> Modern dishwashers will clean pots and pans. No. Yeah. They're not made to go in. They are made to go in. Anyways, you're just making extra work for yourself. Whether or not the <laughs> listeners want to believe you're doing that. I am. Washing dishes by hand. Every night. I'm the dishwasher. Well, that's why they're leaving them for you. Because they're like, if he's ridiculous enough not to put these in the dishwasher, then have at it. No, they go don't to go in. They don't put them in themselves either. <laughs> you know, you brought up your DS. I want to talk about that. Did you finish your uh, insanely long play of Dragon Age? Yep. You did. You beat it. No. No. How many hours are we up to? Um, hmm. I don't know, probably about 85 or so. No, you're at 85 like a month ago. The, well, this was... You're way over That is not important. What the discussion you and I were having earlier <laughs> was that you should not have to grind on an RPG. I believe that you have failed at the game. And that any more right. grinding you're doing at this point to level up is the same as cheating. No, it's not. It is the same as cheating at this point why because would the you have so many hours in. Why would the game developers give you skill sets that you would never be able to reach then? The game developers have assumed you would have beat the game by now. If you want to go top level on all of your characters and do that by grinding, it's the same as putting a code in. No, so I not. think at this point... You have not beat the game, therefore, thereby, you are just cheating your way to level up. That doesn't make any sense, man. Yes. There's a reason why you got these high <laughs> stats to get to, like, say, you, you're maxing out whatever skill set it is at 100, you know, and as you're building up that particular skill set, you're giving certain attributes or certain spells. There's a reason for that. So if you got your most powerful spell and that's only given it to you when you get that attribute at 100, then that sort of 
okay. part of the game, right? Then that should be enough to beat the final boss. But you are yeah, having to max it, out every <clears throat> single attribute by grinding. No, no, and I, I think at this point, it's cheating. It's the same as putting in a cheat code. If I was, if I were to max out every attribute to a hundred, I'd literally be playing for hundreds and hundreds of hours for that game. That's literally what you're doing. But if you just play from start to finish straight through as best as you can with as little grinding, you would get probably half of what certain skill sets you could get. If you were to even be able to finish the game at that point, which you probably wouldn't be able to because your character's not strong enough. Even your hit points wouldn't be high enough. It should just be called a failure at this point. And that extra grinding to get the extra spells or whatever you're doing, that is what you do after you beat the game when you want to finish it off. You can't beat the game if you don't have certain, if you don't have a high enough percentage and hit points and magic <laughs> power. I'm sure people have beat that final boss with whatever level you're at. So they would beat the game, and then they might go back and finish leveling up everything to see what else is Level-wise, my there. characters are probably somewhere between 45 and 50 level wise except for one which i started over and my priest is probably only at the low 30s well i just want to put that out there that yeah. i think you're cheating at this point same that's as putting not cheating a, same as putting anybody who's an rpg or would agree that's not cheating they would agree that you should have beaten the game by now and the that's not what we were arguing about was thrown in you're saying grinding is is called cheating. Grinding is not cheating. When you are doing it this much beyond the uh, play of the game, just to level up, because you can't <laughs> beat that last boss. Yeah, the boss is a bitch. <laughs> Anyone? Dragon Age Nine. Okay. Also, we got to talk about if you've seen our last pickup video. Um, you'll notice. Go back on our. Uh, our YouTube channel, Start to Continue. I did a pickup video with Joe, and I showed some titles that I specifically picked up for Joe. And guess what happened after that? Bill okay. got the, the screw of a lifetime. And I want, I want the listeners to back me up on this. I want them to write in. I want them to call in. I want them to tweet. Back me up. I'm sure if we go back, I'm sure like one of our archivist uh, fans, like uh, Derek of Two Dorks, he loves finding stuff out. If he wants to go find the audio when Joe said, if you see something, you buy it for me and I will pay you back and no matter what. that was in reference. No matter what. <clears throat> this you was see in it, you buy it. This was in reference to you not buying that Koei no. uh, Romance of the Three Kindlings game. Uh, long box edition. No, it goes back. No, it's going back to that one because you had said, <coughs> what was it, 25 bucks that I ended up paying for it? 20? No, I You're like, I couldn't get much. in touch with you, so I just didn't buy it. And there were many other times as well where I didn't pick stuff up because you didn't answer my texts. And Which you is said, why I always tell you, call me. Even uh, when I saw that stuff in Belleville when I was with uh, Cousin Luke. You're like, just buy it. No matter what, I'm good for it. So this time... But you also know the condition that I like my stuff This in. time, I did that. It, no. I bought it for you, and it's a Koei title. 
And Joe would not step up and, and uh, buy it off me. He saddled me with a Koei title. What am I to do with a Koei title? I can't sell it. Disclaimer, uh, the disc was also roached. Okay. The, it, the case and the manual, mint. The case doesn't matter because I've got cases at home. <laughs> the case and manual are mint. Good the disc th underside had small surface scratches. No. That small. the game was completely playable. <laughs> the game was completely playable. How do you know? Because my, my you didn't I felt test it. all of the scratches. You didn't test it. I felt the scratches. And there were a hell of a lot of scratches. There was no scratches you could actually feel. I don't buy games if there's scratches on it. It was minor surface scratches. And you wouldn't even play the game anyways. It would just I be did on buy your shelf. one game off you that I didn't even really want. It was uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, the original. And give it back because I was gracious enough to offer and you that right away without even checking my original copy of and it, that which one is that in I, worse quality than the one you got from me. And that one that I bought off of you had scratches too. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm like, all right, I'll buy one thing even though I don't even want it. Uh, bring and it back. it's not in my condition. Bring it back. I will upgrade my copy of that. So yeah, total total screwage on a couple of titles. He turned his and nose wait, up. And wait, where were the other ones? I don't know. Your Japanese heard of. That's your Japanese stuff you like. I don't buy garbage anymore. We've had this discussion where I'm minimalizing my collection down to just games that I really want or quality. Well, I'm not buying just anything anymore. That's fine. So I'm here. So don't expect me to buy. Well, no. Now I am. Now I can officially say. It's uh, cut off. No. You're I, cut off. I want a phone call. No. That's it. Done. And it's official. No, it's not. It is official. A bro would call another bro on the phone. You do not answer your phone. You don't answer texts. I don't hear your text. Just call me on the phone. It's <laughs> I two don't seconds. hear your <laughs> Well, hey, bro. I'm here. You want this? Here's a picture. No. It's cut off. And if I, I'm, I would love to hear people back me up on this whole thing. Uh, you can't expect someone to buy something if it's not how they would normally buy an item. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Derek, cut that piece of audio out and then put it right beside the original piece of audio where he tells me to buy stuff no matter what, and he'll, he'll pay me no, back. No, I never said no matter what condition. <laughs> Look at the case and the manual were mint. I was, the initial thing was that. And it was a Koei title. There's the, no one else buying that shit. The initial thing shit. was in advance, or was in reply to you not buying that black box Koei game, which was meant. No, we had many conversations about. So I'm going, if it's in that nice of a condition, just buy it. I'm good for it. Mm. All right. Not if they're hockey pucks. Anyway, I hear Curtis is looking for that Koei game, so. <laughs> He'll buy it off you. Yeah. So, someone someone took a hose there. That's fine. I took a, wait, what'd you Lesson pay for learned. Him? Lesson learned. You took a hose of what? $3 each game? Lesson learned, my friend. The gravy train is over. The lesson is you need to listen. We're going to drain the swamp. What else do they say? <laughs> I hope you had a fun ride on Easy Street. Where I'm always shopping for Joe. So that's that. Lesson learned. Well, you obviously didn't listen like you normally don't. 
Yeah, I was at the thrift store and I saw, I picked up this Sailor Moon item. It was some kind of import thing. And I, it was all Japanese on the outside in a really nice uh, magnetically closed cardboard box. And I opened it up and it's all this pendant set with a necklace where you could pick whatever pendant. It was all metal. It all looked good and they had like 99 cents or two bucks on it or something like that. So I grabbed that just thinking maybe I can flip that somewhere on eBay or something. And I show it to the big kid and she's like, hey, I got, there's a friend of mine at school that'd be really interested in something like that. And I said, well, that's, I can't sell to a 12 year old. That's not gonna come off good. So uh, how about you take this and you do whatever you wanna do with it. You know, maybe you could get into the whole commerce thing yourself. And she's like, yeah, okay. I, what do you think? Should I like charge like 50 bucks or something? I'm like, well, hold on. Like she's a friend, right? So, you know, just take it easy. We look the thing up. It's worth, you know, between 30 and maybe even up to $50. But I said, just 20 bucks would be fair, right? From one of your friends or whatever. So she went to school and came back the next day with 20 bucks. So to her, she turned like $2 into $20. Just like that, like nothing. So that next day, I'm like, hey, on the way back home, let's stop at the thrift store. Nope. I don't want to go there. <laughs> like, what? We just, I just showed you how easy it is to make money. No, thank you. So she didn't pick up the thrift bug from me. She was, uh, she stuck her nose up at it. Yeah. Yeah, mm. she totally did. Where'd she get that from? But she saw how easy it is to make money off it, too. No, it was easy because you handed her literally the item. But if she'd have been there and saw it, maybe she would have clicked that someone would have been interested in it. Maybe. That'd be cool to get her but going. She would have been early. looking. She would. She probably wouldn't have gone through the piles that you go through. Gone through the piles. Yeah. Oh, you mean dig through stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this was right out in the open. It was on the, the cart to go out kind of thing. That's where you get oh. the goods. You got to get those carts. All righty. Time what? to wrap this bad boy up. Oh, really? Okay. We got through all Joe's stories, so. Would you have more to talk about? Of course. Save it for next week. All righty. Thanks again, everybody. Uh, what? Do we want to add anything else, or? Why? What time is it at? It's, it's time to wrap it up, dude. Okay, go ahead. I don't know what you want. What do you want me to say? Okay, well, you're looking at me. Yeah, I'm watching you do your thing. It's very impressive. You got the arms going. Arms are flailing. <laughs> danger, Will Robinson, danger. Okay, guys, hope you appreciate this episode. Thanks again for tuning in this week. Uh, just a reminder, you can follow Bill at STC Pod. Follow me at AC Decepticon. Uh, listen on iTunes or in the title search STC Pod. If you can leave a review, that would be awesome. And don't forget, if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. And as always, thanks again for everybody who tunes in every week, which is when we post our episodes every Friday morning for day one listeners and late Thursday for dear day zero listeners. Is it going to make it this week? It might come out Wednesday. This might day is there day negative one listener. No, I doubt it because you're gonna have to do some work on your days off to make that happen. For what? To get this out. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. 
Well, maybe you'll get the artwork done early this time and not last minute. <laughs> Don't. It's not me. I got nothing to put on the artwork. What the hell am I going to put on there? I didn't, I didn't take notes about what we talked about. <laughs> well, you'll have to listen. No. Yeah. Don't make me do that. All right. So does this mean that uh, Tiffany's got to come back, unfortunately? Your redheaded vixen's coming back. Maybe it's time to change it up. Throw some uh, Bond Scott on there or something. No. Tom Betty. No. Don't, you're not in charge of that music. How about, like, vintage Fleetwood Mac, like before Stevie Nicks no, ruined it? because that's what you like. <laughs> that's whatever. Yeah, I want to expose no it. No one else likes it. They will. All right. Enough's enough. Joe, thanks, man. No, Gravy. thank you. Gravy train's over. Post it and post it. I think we're